Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the show. Now, Roland Garros has started. Now, obviously, there's, it's, there's 128 players, or I guess 128 plus 128 is, what, 264, I think, and, and uh, there, or 256. Yeah, I think it's 256. Don't judge my math, but so there's obviously men's and women's, so there's 128 first-day matches, so obviously I'm not going to talk about all those, but I'm going to talk about maybe about the, what, the top seeds uh, and their matches important matches, close matches, and a bit of a few other matches, men's and women's, all coming up on today's show. If you haven't heard the news, you probably have, but Naomi Osaka will be pulling out of her, uh, not her second round, just in general, the tournament, uh, Roland Garros in general, for to focus more on her mental health. And she says that she has been having some sort of depression or anxiety uh, since the U.S. Open of 2018, and she will not be continuing this tournament. She had already said that she was going to boycott the media interviews and has been fined $15,000 for not attending her one today. And then now very recently, she has pulled out of Roland Garros. First match we're going to talk about comes on the women's side. Now, Ostapenko and Sophia Kennan. Ostapenko, obviously a very good player. Ranking dropped a little bit over the past couple of uh, tennis seasons or years, really. Um, but she's gotten as high as number five, made the WTA Tour Finals, and has won Roland Garros. Um, a very, very hard hitter and can really be up and down, but can really pull an upset uh, at any point during a year. Uh, so now over to this. So both players obviously very, very good. Good on clay as well, um, but you you kind of it's this match was a little bit different. Um, now, uh, Kennan comes out on top in the first set six four, and then Ostapenko comes back in the second. But in the third set, their stats were so similar sixty eight sixty eight in points, uh, similar winners to unforced er- errors ratio. Um, but Ostapenko had a little bit more in both both of those categories. Um, but then, uh. Neither of them could really take advantage of each other's uh, mess-ups or slip-ups. Um, so when Ostapenko started missing many, many first serves uh, in the third set, and initially, Kennan took advantage of that, went up 3-0, but then Ostapenko started to come back. Um, Kennan was having trouble holding her serve, and then after that, it was just the same thing on the other side. Ostapenko started, uh, Kennan started making more unforced errors, but uh, Ostapenko couldn't, wasn't really able to take advantage of it, missing quite a bit more balls. Now we know that she is a very hits the ball very very hard, but at times can get erratic with it, and that seems to be what the problem was for her today. I just want to talk about this match because it was it was slightly strange in my opinion personally in the third set, and that's just what I wanted to talk about. We'll move on now, moving on to some other matches. Now, another top seed that we're going to talk about, obviously. Why wouldn't you talk about Nadal? Uh, greatest clay quarter, if and if not, the greatest Roland Garros player. I mean, argue, in my opinion, he's the greatest clay court player. You probably would agree with me. Obviously, got a statue now at the French Open. But he gets his first-round match done. He played well, 6-3, 6-2, despite a late push in the third set. By Alexi Popper. Now, I said I, I'm a Nadal fan, so I watched this match. Um, and I said before, Nadal should get get down to business, get this done. Um, 
But Popperin is a very tough player, especially to play in the first round of a tournament. Um, and I, it showed uh, 6-3-6-2 Nadal, he was cruising. And then Popperin had chances. Now, obviously, Nadal's king of clay, obviously one of the greatest of all time in just general. Um, and you knew that he was going to get it done no matter what. But this, uh, Popperin had his chances, had multiple set points. At one point, I believe, shanked an overhead into the back curtain before it hit the ground. Um, and he was he had to be kicking himself there. And then it's just with the lack of experience and obviously playing against an all-time great, he seemed that after he blew those two set points, um, he just was didn't necessarily show it, but in his mind was a little frustrated um, and didn't really necessarily know what to do. And Nadal got it done in the tiebreaker. So Nadal moves on to round two. Nadal now 101 and 2 and 26 straight sets at Roland Garros. Uh, last set loss was the 2019 final against Dominic Team, where he won that one in four. Uh, but that's just crazy. It almost gets to the point where you're like, yeah, now we know it's Nadal. He's one of the greatest ever. And yes, we already know he's won 20 Grand Slams, 13 at the French Open. So why wouldn't you expect him to win his first round match here? But just. The crazy part, how do you, how would you go 101 and 2 on a single surface? I mean, come on. It's just massively crazy. I mean, we all know he's done it, but it's just like it still blows your head off even though you you know already know this. The first men's match we're going to talk about is Roger Federer gets his first uh major win. Well, actually it's his first main draw, not main draw, but I might say a main draw. I mean, obviously he's made it in. He's going to make it into the Grand Slam. What, what? But it's it's his first Grand Slam match in over 500 days, that 2020 Australian Open. And this year he's only played three matches, lost two of them. And today it just, he said before this tournament, yeah, I'm pro- I'm not winning this. This is just, we're, we're going to see how I feel. We're, I'm obviously going to play, try to win, but this is we're going to see how I feel, um, you know, on on the court and and stuff. Um, and he played a g- very great match, made light work of Istoman in an hour and thirty four minutes, I believe. Um, uh, yeah, but he he looked very very solid. He was able to serve well, and just most best of all, his movement. Um, if because if you're obviously slightly rusty from not playing as much, haven't played in a major in over 500 days. Um, you're going to be slightly rusty, and your movement's going to be slightly off, but he seemed very, very solid in his match today. So the first upset today that we're going to be talking about is Garbine Muguruza is upset by uh, Marta Kostiuk. The 18-year-old, ranked number 81, gets a, a decisive 6-1, 6-4 win over over uh Garbine Muguruza now she she kind of beat she got Muguruza uh at at really what seems to me like a good time only had played one tournament due to that uh injury in Charleston um and Muguruza just couldn't get anything going that she would miss a lot more than she was making she had nine winners to 40 unforced errors now also Kostyuk did a very, very good job putting pressure on Muguruza's serve, winning 50% of those points on Muguruza's serve, which really helped her get up a break and 
get that insurance break in the first set because when because you uh, even even if your opponent if even if someone it's someone like Muguruza even if they're not playing their best you can't you can't it could, if you give them an inch then they, that they'll take that um, and try and use it to come back but Kostyuk did a very good job also after going down three one you tend to sometimes see players especially young players playing against players that are on top of the game, kind of like Muguruza. When you go down 3-1 or 4-1 in a set, you you kind of, it's kind of like you maybe get in your own head. You maybe feel like, oh, no, they're picking up their game. But but Kostyuk just rebounded from that and won five of the next six games and and won it. Um, and other things, just the serve and returns, like I said, 50% of the points played on Muguruza's serve and also, she won fifty-six percent of her second serve, which can, which was very, very big. Great win for the eighteen-year-old out of Ukraine. Uh, so there, there was quite a few upsets on the men's side uh, in the first round. Um, but one of main main one that I'm going to talk about first is Dominic Team loses to Anduhar. Now Anduhar back in 2018, he saw his ranking drop very very low due to I believe it was either an elbow or some sort of arm injury and and he's just come roaring back not necessarily top of the game but he's been he's been um someone that you you can't take for granted like if you're going out on the court playing against him you know it's probably gonna be a tough match especially since now we already know we've already seen Nadal and like we we saw uh, about a month or two ago towards the beginning of clay season when when uh, Karina Busta came back from 5-1 down, I believe, and beat Schwartzman, that the Spani- Spanish tennis players just really are fighters. And and so you knew that Anduar, Anduhar was not going to just dump down two sets to love. Just I'm just going to give this away. Um, he started fighting, and Dominic team seemed to be playing a little bit down or like not as well as you tend to see Dominic team. Um, and personally, I thought, wow, Dominic Team could possibly be the next Roland Garros guy after um, Nadal is gone. But you just, I'm not saying that that's still, that's not a possibility anymore. But I just, he just has not, he hasn't been playing as much. He hasn't been playing as well. And just back over to Andujar, he played, uh, he took advantage of Team not playing as well from the third through the fifth set and really just beat him relatively easily. Uh, I think it was 6-3, 6-4, 6-4 in the third, fourth, and fifth set after being down 4-6-5-7. And he gets a really good win um, after beating even Roger Federer a few weeks ago. He's he's just been a giant slayer. All right, so one of the final upsets we're going to talk about, not necessarily the final, I'm not positive yet, is Jan Leonard Struff. Is it Jan? I think it's Yan. I'm not positive. It's, it's all these foreign tennis players. They all got different ways to say their names. But anyways, Struff gets the win over Rublev in the first round. Really, Rublev has him winning all the time. So 6-3, 7-6, 4-6, 3-6, um, Now, this, I'm going to first talk about just my opinion on the match. And then I'm going to talk about some of the stats that really could have put the match in Struff's hands. Now, Struff was up two sets to none, and now it almost seemed like he's like, oh, wow, he's in the driver's seat, and it's just a surprise. And then Rublev comes roaring back 
winning set three and four relatively easy, easily. Um, really, uh, six four and six three, and you were thinking it just gets to the point because Rublev now only twenty three. Um, now experience may have come into play here because now we all know Struff. He's not necessarily done. Now no. Now, he's not necessarily done a ton, a ton on the big, big stages, but he is 31 years old, and he's probably seen a lot throughout his career. And just Rublev, um, really, he's only 23, obviously, already number seven, made the ATP Tour Finals last uh, winter, but still, you, experience could really come into play here. And Struff gets the win 6-4. Um, coming, and I'm just going to talk about, okay, so it's Struff's first top 10 win, and he lost twice to Rublev this year, uh, both in third sets. And so Struff, I guess, just made some minor changes to his game and just really pulled it out. Um, he hit 63 winners and 25 aces. Also started this match very, very strong, winning 93% of his first serve points. Now those, not necessarily little stats, but those types of stats are totally huge when you're playing a really good player like Rublev. I mean, anyone like Nadal, Federer, Djokovic, Medvedev. Um, if you're playing any of them, you A, have to be aggressive. If you got a big serve like Struff does, you got to take advantage of that. And he did. And if and just all the intangibles, he, if you can't be going out hitting on four stairs, and also if you do, you can't get frustrated because if you get in your own head, that your opponent, that's someone ranked this high, that good, that good, um, is just gonna take advantage of that, feed off of that, and just win off of that. Not 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 necessarily that they're playing great. They're just gonna feed off of off of your mistakes, and then you getting and then you getting down over that. But but he stayed strong. Uh, and just it was really just a fundamentally good match for Struff, um, and really one of his best wins in my opinion. And just over to Rublev now. What got him back into this match was he got 16 winners in the second set. Really found his rhythm, uh, up five three, but then Struff broke back and won seven six in a tiebreaker, um, which really could have been the turning point in this match had Rublev been able to get that second set it it could have been Rublev picking up ahead of steam the freight train coming through the station and he just runs away with it with in the third and fourth set but when you go but when someone like in this situation Struff went up th- two sets to love now Rublev is really gonna have to dig deep but then when it's one set all it's it's a whole different ball game but Struff uh, gets one of the biggest wins, or maybe the biggest win of his career, and it comes on a big stage, like in first round of Roland Garros. Now, another thing is it could just shake up the whole thing. Um, Rublev was expected to be one of the tougher opponents on Nadal's side of the bracket, and now that's, that could be a little bit different of a story. Now, a quick word from our sponsor, Anchor. top players who got victories uh, uh Barty, Novak Djokovic um who else didn't I talk about uh Medvedev obviously got the win over Bublik um and but one thing uh, after 
talking recapping uh, this tournament or the first round of this tournament. How will Barty hold up? Now we knew that she, whether injured or not, if she was still able to play, that she would push through. But you, you kind of wonder because in the later rounds, it's not going to be. I'm not saying her match was easy by any means. Like Bar is a good player, but she's going to later rounds going to play like Kennan or Serena Williams or just players like that of high caliber. And she she's going to need to be 100% for that. So you wonder if she's going to be able to contend for this title. Um, it just depends on her health and her and how well, it was kind of like a leg, maybe glute type injury, um, maybe something around there. But you should have to wonder how she'll hold up later on in this tournament. All right, that's probably going to be all. Well, not probably. It is going to be all for this episode. Remember that you can go to anchor.fm slash my name Preston thirty anchor fm slash Preston thirty and click the the uh sh- what's it called the share voice message or whatever the send voice message uh button and then you can send me any opinions feedbacks stuff you want me to talk about anything and I will take that feedback into consideration a hundred percent and. Uh, yeah, and just it's it's a way to help me get better at what I'm doing. And also, I'm going to talk a little bit more. And when as Roland Garros gets really underway, I'll continue to talk about it. And I hope you enjoyed this episode of Fast Break Sports. And I'm Preston Green, and I'll talk to you next time on the show.